another shitty podcast. Hey, buddy, did you get a flat tire on the freeway? Yeah. Are you a millennial? Yeah, man. Do you even know how to change a tire? Nah, man. Use someone else's AAA. Oh, cool. Can you text me the number? Someone else's AAA. You're too cheap to buy your own insurance, and your dad cut you off years ago. This podcast is also brought to you by Independence Day and the 4th of July. Red, white, and blue are the only primary colors you'll ever need, and these colors never run. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? It means America. What's up with your weed? Yeah. What's up with your weed? What's going on? What's up with your weed? Seriously, tell me I'm asking. What's going on with your weed? All right, Trent, tell me about your week, please. Oh, what's going on with my week? Uh, I just had my monthly comedy show. Uh, we did it Tuesday, a few days ago, and went really well. Um, over at Three Weavers Brewing Company in Inglewood. And another packed show, great comics. People stayed the whole time, so really happy about that. Pretty sure the next one is gonna be on July 23rd, which is a Monday. Uh, but I gotta double check on that, so stay tuned on that. Filming a little extra uh, day for the short film that I co-wrote uh, coming up. Uh, also went on a camping uh, trip. It was a company retreat. Um, Ooh la la. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. I was outside drinking beers all day, That's eating a lot of food all God day. Intended it. I was in the ocean. Uh, the only thing I'm a little tripped up about is at the end of the day, you know, you're camping, so you sleep on the ground. Um, <laughs> and I did not sleep well. I need to get some like, some like bougie camping gear. Anyways, yeah, I just slept on the ground. I want to talk mad shit to you about that. <laughs> Sleeping on the ground, dude. Just straight up on the ground. I was like, this is like a rich. Oh no, this is like a rich homeless person. Like, like, like this is what homeless people do. But I've got a tent, and we're paying money to do this. But now that you've done this, here's here's something you do know. The next time, you just have to get really drunk and you will have no idea where you're sleeping. Yeah, I, I mean, I've camped before. It's been a minute. Uh, it just was a, <laughs> a very uh, harsh reminder of like how uncomfortable this, the earth is. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, I'll mention one more thing and I'll kick it over to you, Nicholas. And this might be our favorite holiday, favorite joint holiday. It is the 4th of July here in the great old US of A. Yeah. Can't wait to party. No, me neither. I can't wait to either. And that actually what's going me, on in your week. That comes that brings me to my week. Um, my week is I'm gonna be starting the 4th of July with what's called the Hermosa Beach Iron Man. And that is not an Iron Man. What it is <laughs> is a one-mile beach run, a one-mile uh, surfboard paddle, and a six-beer and ten-minute beer chug. The winner oh, gets a thousand dollars. Everybody else throws up. <laughs> Gross. Happens at eight in the morning every year in Hermosa Beach, and uh, you have to pay to do this. You don't. Okay, cool. It's free to enter, so it's only the craziest of us. So that's what's gonna happen on my Fourth of July. Gonna start out really shitty, and hopefully meet up with you guys later in the day. Um, <laughs> last week I did. Uh, I had my meeting with the agent that I was talking about, and that went really well. Awesome. Um, got some positive feedback. Uh, I've got another one coming up later today, so we'll see how that goes. I ran my triathlon last 
Sunday. That's right. In yeah. jeans. In jeans and, and boots. And boots. I didn't know the boots was a thing. I didn't either until the night before. That's crazy. Yeah. I had How to, was it? It was. Uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But it did take until just about today for my calves to stop hurting. But but it was fun. It jeans was fun. And boots. Yep. And then the swim was in a speedo. So. So I, I was. I, I went from being the least clothed <laughs> to the most clothed. Um, I, uh, it was hilarious. I, I also for I didn't have I don't have a bicycling helmet, so I used my motorcycle helmet that is um, <laughs> that is that is American flagged, um, which was a hit. Everybody loved that. There's the bomb again. Yeah, right. <laughs> so confused. Um, so it was just a really good time. Finished it in uh, an hour and fourteen minutes, and I don't know if that's a good time or not, but I finished it. Dude, nice. my thing, I gotta roast you a little bit. Right. Your outfit, you're wearing like a ball cap, uh, jeans and boots running this like marathon, or Ironman or whatever. It literally looked like you were just some random, and you have a mustache, some random dad that saw, oh, something's going on today in my neighborhood, and like drew a number on his chest. He's like, oh, I'm going, I'm, I'm in this thing, let's go. I think that that was the impression that most of the other competitors got. <laughs> Especially when I would pass people. <laughs> because like, I was running in boots, so there was nothing stealthy about me passing you. You were hearing clunk, me. Clunk, clunk, clunk. Yeah, oh yeah, clunk, 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 clunk. But it was really cool, and my friends Mel and Zenobia woke up early, and they were there to support me, and they had made signs of me in jeans, and like, uh, there was another one that said denim or die, and it was, yeah. it was really fun. It was, uh, 10 out of 10 would do it again, but not soon. That's what's going on in my week. Alright guys, now it's time for the weather report. Trent is taking a fucking shit right now. So we found this random dude on the street and he's gonna tell us the weather. Hey, random dude. Hey, what's up y'all? Uh, I'm out here today. I'm licking on this ice cream cone. I'll tell you what, it's melting at just the right pace. Not too fast, not too slow. It's a real great temperature outside, so if you want to go out for a nice brisk walk, it's a great day to do it. You can wear sunscreen, but you don't necessarily have to because the sun's not being too overpowering. So maybe like an SPF between 7 and 14 would be good for you. If you have a lighter skin condition, maybe like a 20 or 30. But I'll tell you what, right today is probably one of the most beautiful days I've ever seen on God's green earth. Man, that's a lot. Thanks, uh, random guy. Hey, you got it, buddy. Oh, uh. All right, on today's podcast, we have a very special guest visiting the show. His name is Mark Sipka. I went to school with him back in Alma, Michigan. One of my oldest friends. I knew him before Trent ever did. Technically, but you, you haven't loved with him. Not true. Not true. I did. I slept on both of your couches when you guys were living together. Oh, shit. That's right. Over in West Hollywood. You so. haven't lived with us. Touché. Welcome to the show, Mark. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I, I do remember when Grace came out here. He came out here to visit, and I remember at the end of his visit, he was like, I think I'm going to move here. And both of us are like, yeah, right. Month later, Grace lives in <laughs> That's LA. right. True. Drove out there. And That's right. Yeah. Because, well, how many times have you had um, friends or friends of friends that either have talked about coming to LA or just moving to a big city in general? Like, you, came, you all came from mm. Alma. I came from Jefferson City, Missouri, which is... Bigger. How big is Alma? It's about ten, nine to ten thousand people. Okay, so yeah. Jeff City, Jeff City has a small town vibe, but it's like forty thousand people. 
That's um, massive, bro. Yeah, that's yeah the right. Biggest <laughs> city near us. Like four, four of yours. <laughs> yeah. Um, that city's probably got like two WalMarts. Yeah, we do. We do. Well, yeah, you're bragging. <laughs> no, but uh, what I was getting at is we've had so many friends or friends of friends, you know, talk about moving either mm-hmm. here in a big city, and yeah, Grace came out here and visited and. And before you know it, I've got a podcast. That was great. Man. So, well, honestly, up. this honestly, is what I moved Nick, out here for. Honestly, because of our guest today, because of Sipka, we became friends. We became friends. This podcast would not exist without our parent, our singular parent. He birthed wow. both of us. Mm. Wow. Our, That's birthed our weird, friendship. But... Our friendship. Yes. <laughs> guys, it was a real quick, smooth birth. It really, neither one of you guys were difficult. It was really easy for me. The first time I met Trent was visiting Mark at college because I went down to Anderson and met you getting shit faced at someone's house. Oh, I didn't do that. I didn't do that in college. Oh, I went the, to a Christian college. It was a dry campus. You know what? I'm misremembering stuff. <laughs> I ran into you Super at a house, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at Anderson, hanging uh, out with just Mark. Because you guys used to do your uh, your uh, well, it was a big show. Your business casual yeah. variety yeah. show, I guess, yeah. is what it'd be called. And you would pack the theater. It was yeah. awesome to watch that. Yeah. Early stage comedy with you. That guys. is so cool that I am sitting here with with kind of a trip with friends from completely different worlds. Like I that it, it is strange to see those worlds collide. Yeah, but that is pretty cool. You guys are making this together. Yeah, it's awesome. So you guys moved out here at the same time. It was uh, we were talking about this it was six years ago this month. Yeah. June. Wow. Yes. So we. Uh, month, I think he got rid of some stuff. Um, packed up his. Uh, was it a Ford? 2005 Ford Taurus SE. Taurus. Wow, how could mm. I forget? Ford Taurus. And then my folks had like a little work convention down in Branson. And then I had a garage sale back home. Packed up my 94 Pontiac Sunbird. And then Sipka came down from Michigan met up, met me at uh, my folks' place. And then we drove out to Denver the next day. Uh, drove through Kansas, which is the worst state. For all you Let it go there. on record. Uh, we're leaning Kansas. towards the microphone. You live in the worst state. It's uh, you know probably the best part about this podcast is? to drown out your tears. I'm confident so. saying we don't have any listeners in Kansas. I hope, I hope, I hope <laughs> if we do, stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> or move out of Kansas. <laughs> Preferably move out of Kansas. We want you to listen to the podcast. <laughs> we, did, uh, we did Kansas, stayed at my cousin's place, and then I think Utah the next day. And then uh, on day three, finally made it to L.A. Yeah, man, it got but scary there sometimes because you'd get a lot of those signs that would be like, "Oh, by the way, for the next seventy-five miles, there's nothing." No so cell service, no especially in Utah. Yeah, yes. done that drive. Yes, and so you, your AC died. My AC went out uh, by the time I left Michigan, and I remember <laughs> the whole sweating. time, I, I all I had was a cooler and it had ice and snacks in it, and I was. I was breaking open the cooler and pouring ice down my back and letting it melt. And I remember Trent and I would stop for gas, and Trent would get out and he'd be like shivering. He'd be like, "Oh, my AC is so cold." Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, dude. Because uh, we just got the Freon on it, and then it was running really, really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Uh, but anywho, thank you so much for being on uh, today's episode. Would you say so? How long have you known Seth? Um, ten years. Earliest me now. memories. Middle school. I mean, well, before middle school, we played on the Bearcats, the the um, the third grade basketball team. We were on the Bearcats. You were on that team with Brian Anderson. Yeah. You guys were. I don't know if I was a Bearcat. I'm pretty sure you were a Bearcat. Yeah. I was a Clipper. I was a Clipper. No, but that's because this was college. 
This was when we were playing the small college. Everyone was named after college teams. And you were a Bearcat because it was you and me, Brian, Kyle Byron, and those are pretty much all I remember. Oh it was probably gosh, a bunch of other people, man. but so we were Bearcats because we would practice at his place. Oh, yeah. Your dad was one of the coaches. His, his man. Um, but that. that's, I think that's my earliest memory because I went to uh, the small Catholic school. Mark went to public school. So until you start playing the organized sports, you kind of are pretty separated. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's my earliest memory of the Mark Sipka. We also how, had the same piano teacher, so I knew Nick from recitals. We did. Ms. Was that before third grade? Yeah, that was very. That was like elementary school. Yeah. So would you say like what? Maybe twenty years? Probably around the same time. Well, probably actually twenty years. That's wild. Shit. That's yeah. really weird. I mean, you and me, it's been a decade. <laughs> yeah. Decade of Bruce. Um, but dude, you've been doing some awesome stuff. Um, I always love to brag about you and your work. Yeah, we've been just, doing it with our. We've been talking about him at the yeah, end of the show. Plugging that, plugging you guys the are the best for doing that. Um, one thing that I definitely want to um, touch on this very unique comedy special that you did. I would say it was about a year ago. Mm-hmm. You had the idea. I'm guessing just because your family is awesome and unique, and hearing stories about any member of your family always cracks me up. So tell us about this comedy special you did. The uh, My Family Comedy Special, right? It was. It was called Mark Sipka, My Special Family Special. <laughs> and uh, it, what happened was I had gotten back into stand-up after doing improv for a really long time. And I also had found out that for the first time, my entire family was going to be in L.A. at the same time. Because it's, you know, my family's spread out across Michigan, Chicago, and Indiana. We don't get to see each other um, even every year. Sometimes mm. it's like maybe at Christmas, but it depends. So I, I went, okay... I want to, I just, I had to create this special and take advantage of this, this small window of time when they're mm-hmm. going to all be in the same room. And I said, all right, I'm going to write all these stories, all these jokes. I'm going to roast my brothers. Because you're the youngest out of... I'm the youngest brother of three. Three, yeah. And so I, I'm also from a family where we make fun of each other constantly. Mm-hmm. Like I associate getting picked <laughs> on with also love. Uh, How should be. It's true. My brothers, my brothers were people that have made fun of me forever, and I'm very thankful for it because, like, people always think, "Oh, in LA, are you afraid of rejection? Are you afraid of no?" I was like, "There's nothing <laughs> you they can say." This. Yeah, I'm never afraid of a casting director giving me titty twisters for ten minutes until I pass out. I'm like, oh, you didn't like me? Okay, that's actually pretty nice. Do you present your nipples every time you. Oh, like, oh you didn't like that? Here they are. That won't be necessary, sir. <laughs> uh, so I I hired film crew. We, we did this thing, and you know, like it was so much fun. The place was packed with, uh, with an awesome crowd, and I, I had such a blast. My, my family was such great sports. I had them seated on a couch on the stage, cameras rolling on them. They even were like speaking out, heckling me, saying different things, and that just made it even more fun. And do we, have, do we have a timeline of when we can see this thing? Man, so right now... I've got an edit done. It's down. It's an hour long. It's one I'm feeling really good about. And now it's that time where like, now I'm, I want to put it somewhere. I want it to be on like a Netflix and Amazon a Hulu, where people can watch it. Mm-hmm. I've never done that before. So now there's sort of that like, you made it. You created your thing. Now what do you do with it? Mm-hmm. Yep. And 
Nobody ever tells you how that's done. Whenever you read somebody's book or hear them in an interview, they're like, yeah, so uh, we were in a meeting with HBO, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. How'd you get it? <laughs> How'd you get it? You knocked on the door? What'd you do? Well, you know? I could say for all of us, and probably for some of our listeners too, is that I'm going to say that might be the hardest part because I think all, well, all three of us are very creative. We've all created our own work before, whether it be this podcast that we're hosting, mm-hmm. whether it be a, a comedy special or a web series or what have you. Um, I'm not saying that's not hard. Those are all difficult things too, and they take a lot of time. But um, I think one of the biggest things is just meeting the right people, not only meeting them, getting a meeting. <laughs> because people yes. all the time, how many times have people said to you in Los Angeles, oh yeah, let's grab coffee or something, and yep. you never hear from them again. Yeah. Um, this is the infamous step of it's not what you know, it's who you know. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's quite literally the business in the show business. Mm-hmm. We, we can do the show. We can do that in our sleep. Um, it's just so if you if you're listening out there, if anyone got to have a bag of money for us, you know, one of one of. Yeah, I've, been wait, I've been waiting to meet these bag of money guys. I've seen them in movies. You know, they usually hang out in the back of comedy clubs with the hair slick back, slick yeah. back, maybe a fedora. So we've like, uh, we've we've talked about your. We've kind of hinted at this already. Making, creating your own content is a very important thing, and that's something that you do a lot. Mm-hmm. You started with Business Casual out here, mm-hmm. and it's evolved. What, what kind of stuff, speak, speak to us on that. I think it's just something I've, I've loved doing. I, I, I think whenever, I, I've noticed what's happened is whenever I'm in an environment where I see, I see a spot for me, or I see people doing things one way, and I go, oh, but I've got, a, I've got an idea of doing it my own way. I take advantage of it, like business casual. We were in college. Uh, I, I didn't want to be a theater major. I don't. I didn't like yeah. doing plays. Same here. And I looked around. And I, I there was there was a, a, a show at, on campus that you could call a comedy show. I thought it was terrible. And there was I, I realized around me there was there wasn't comedy taking place. And so I I went let's make something happen. I want there. I want to create something for people to come enjoy. And so got Trent, got Andrew, and we made comedy videos and live sketches, and we just watched it grow. And so it didn't, my love of creating didn't come from like uh, somebody telling me right. to make it. I think it was like, we've got all these ideas. It was something you always had the drive to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I think, uh, I don't know if this was the same for you. I mean, I did, you know, talent shows and little goofy videos when I was a kid. But I think for the sketch group, for, our time in college, that was definitely laying the groundwork for me, even thinking, yo, this is something that mm-hmm. you could do outside of just a hobby. Or like I took digital video class in high school. Like, right. I, this can be something more than that. Um, and you were always the one that I think, I think it was around junior school where you were like, hey man, so since I was a kid, I've wanted to live in Hollywood and make movies. I'm going to Los Angeles. Are you, do you want to go with me? And at the time, I was a you know I was a business major. Um, I graduated with that, and I still appreciate all that. But I think it's definitely the big push was like our sketch group together, and you being so sure of this thing. And then we did that goofy little uh, like a talent show cruise talent showcase. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I think creating your own content is like key, especially now. I'd say anyone in this line of work is yeah i would say and now it's thing. easier to do than ever yeah i mean they are removing more and more excuses i think it's 
it's definitely a time where they want you to wear multiple hats. And I really love that. I think I'm seeing something happening where everybody in the industry is, is telling every actor to create their own content. And I just don't think, I don't think that's right. I don't think you should create your own content unless you actually have a passion mm -hmm. and have ideas that you I want agree, to make. I agree with that. Because I, agree I can with that. see people who are creating their own content who I can see that they're doing it because somebody told them to. Yeah, their yes. manager is like, hey, make these videos. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I'm telling you, as somebody who's been working on that family special and and sitting in there editing for hours and hours, I've told myself over and over again, man, I'm really glad this is an idea I'm passionate about right. and that I love because if it wasn't, I wouldn't be putting in the time. It right. would not be worth it. Right. Yeah. Um, so Mark is an extremely funny person. I know yeah. this has been sort of a, a relatively serious discussion, but Mark is hilarious. <laughs> uh, he's the quickest uh, mind that I've met um, and there's a lot of quick minds out here especially, but he's the quickest uh, comedic mind that I've ever met. And I compare you when I discuss you to other friends of mine to like, this is for the audience out there. He's, he's got a mind that is like Robin Williams fast. Oh, thanks. Man. Yeah. yeah. And, and I agree. And, uh, I want to, I want to know like who your idols are and how have you patterned your style after anyone? And maybe Robin was one of them, but like anyone in particular that you really look up to. I, uh, man, since I was a kid, Always looked up to Jim Carrey and Robin Williams. Those guys have just been on the top, top of the comedy Mount Rushmore for me, man. Those guys, uh, because those were the guys that I have always associated with bringing people together with the mm -hmm. comedy. There's comedy that could be used to divide and split people and remind us of how different we are. But like those guys, those movies that we were watching, Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, we were watching Mrs. Doubtfire, those are the movies I was watching with my entire family, and everyone mm. was laughing. Me, from the youngest to my grandpa. Yeah. And we were roaring in the living room. Mm -hmm. and, and for I, all ages. I would look around and go, man, there's something that these guys are doing. There's something about the work that they are doing, something about their personality that makes us all laugh. And I went, there's something powerful about this. Mm. And I have an even deeper appreciation as I, as I have grown older and done more performing and more creating of my own work, those guys still stand on top to me um, as guys who I think also never stopped being kids, uh, never stopped being weird, just are so hilarious. And uh, I think that they, I think they've put a lot of good out into the world too. You, mm. you feel good when you watch one of those movies. Mm. And so I think like when we lost Robin, I think a lot of people mourned that because there's not just a Robin Williams movie that everybody liked. There's one that you loved mm -hmm. and you miss it. And those two guys have still just made me laugh harder than anybody. Mm -hmm. I think the uh, one thing I want to add on to those guys in particular, I'm a huge fan of both of those two, um, is that they've done a lot of great roles, but like you don't really go, oh, that was a funny Robin Williams movie. Like You can name the characters, mm -hmm. you know. Um, you know, I always mess up. How do you, what's Mrs. Doubtfire's first name? You, you know. Is it Euvigenia? Yeah, you, something like that. Euvigenia Doubtfire. It's super long, yeah. Right? Um, but you, because they fully commit. They fully yeah. are engulfed in that character. They yeah. People kind of forget that they're some of the best dramatic actors we've ever had. Yes. Oh, yeah? They put their heart yes. and soul into all their performances. Like um, we were discussing earlier uh, with Mark, some of the most, in the 
the, mo- the most, uh, what's the word, captivating performances you see is some- someone that's really passionate about a thing. And they have that in spades. And you have that in spades. And I love watching it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Well, I would say, you know, those guys, I, I am honored to even be mentioned with them. And I'd say I don't want to copy anybody's styles. But if there's anything that I could take away from how they have lived, how they have worked, uh, it is that I hope I have that type of impact. I hope I have yeah. that type of impact in the comedy world, in the movie uh, industry, uh, on different audiences and on people. And that my work can be that which brings people together. That's, that's what I would hope. I, I, I mean, I think it's just a matter of time. I've, I've believed that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the things that are all correlated is the commitment to the character or, you know, the person you're portraying. Um, the commitment and, and the love, the passion for it. And like you said, just always being a kid and always being weird. Um, that there's... The play. You can't lose the play. Yeah, exactly. That's what I love is like their movies that they did. I feel like... I think this was this was typical of a lot of those 90s comedies uh, where the story would be based around what that actor and comedian like could do in real life. They, they would base it around their talents and abilities. They would write these projects for them and they would be a weird character in a normal world. And I loved that. And we don't see that as much. There was a shift that happened in the 2000s where it started to become, oh, this is just a normal everyday guy next door and the world is weird. Yeah. And I don't think that's as funny. That's why you can go and look at the 90s in particular and you can list off you can list off your favorites for days. Yeah, of like those Billy movies. Madison. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and oftentimes, those the titles are the characters. Yeah. It was character first comedy. Ooh, I yeah. really want to bring that back because try and name your favorite comedies, the biggest ones that came out in the past 20. You're going to have a hard time and it's going to be a really short list. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring Anchorman. that funny back character first. Yeah. Anchorman. Honestly, Anchorman. That's, that's characters. Anchorman. The Hangover, the first one though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Real quick, before um, we wrap it up with you, Sipka, um, we've been, we've been, we have like our funniest guest on, and we've been like really serious. Yeah, I know. Really serious. But no, it's inspiring. Like, we, we all have known each other for a while. We all have a lot of love for each other and work, have worked with each other and just been buddies. Um, so it's great. Uh, something I want to hear before we sign off, if you don't mind, some of your favorite, um, I know you said this is one thing you do. You know, um, but a lot of people are fans of this. Uh, we're fans. Uh, your original characters, your impressions. What are some of your favorite people to emulate? What are your, what have been some of your favorite characters to create? Like I love Tad. I think that's probably Tad. A- Tad has been one of my one of my new favorites in recent years. Just created Tad a couple years ago. Tad is fun because he's he's a Wizard of Oz super fan. And it was literally a character that was created because I found a Wizard of Oz sweatshirt in a Goodwill years ago. And uh, sure, I went, first. what if, the, what if yeah. this character, what if his only thing is he thinks Wizard of Oz is the greatest movie of all time? So I created this character and I created just this confident nerd who opens up the floor and he says, it's not as a safe space. Your views will not be respected. <laughs> and I just, I love opening it up to the audience and letting them sort of have a little bit of power. And they suggest movie titles that they think are as good as Wizard of Oz. And so like with Tad, it's so fun because 
he's bitter that people don't think Wizard of Oz is the greatest. So there's for the Oscars, you know, I said that was great. The only movie that can beat Wizard of Oz was directed by the man who made Wizard of Oz because it was the same guy. The same guy who made Gone with the Wind, Victor Fleming, also directed Wizard of Oz in the same year, and Gone with the Wind beat out Wizard yes. of Oz for Best Picture. Amazing. So, like, what Amazing. I said was, as this guy, I'm going to study Wizard of Oz like crazy, and I'm going to know everything and just confidently put down people. So, Tad's been a favorite. Uh, Freddie Falcone has been fun. Freddie Falcone, I love doing the New York accent, like the real tough guy accent. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like everybody does that accent. Everybody has the tough guy character. I didn't want to make him a mobster. I didn't want to do any of this. So I, I said, I'm going to make this Italian character who looks like a tough guy, but I'm going to give him all traits that a typical woman would have. So like, yeah, my name's Freddie Falcone. I'm on a juice cleanse. My favorite movie, The Notebook. And yes. uh, he just has, I, I do hot yoga and I demonstrate uh, hot yoga poses. And, and then what I do is I have him, I have him also take questions from single ladies in the crowd of what they look for in a man. And a lot of my characters do that where <laughs> I will like open, I'll like talk about who I am. I'll introduce myself as the character. And then I let the audience ask me questions. And I think what, what's fun for me is I get to improv as them on the spot. And I think it sort of lowers everybody expect, expectations. <laughs> and so like almost anything you say is going to be pretty funny. Uh, but also for me, it's almost like a get out of jail free card. Like I can say anything. I'm, I'm these people. So like yeah. Glenn Sheffield, I'm an old man. I can say whatever I want. Agnes Fontana, she's an old lady and she's real tough. I'm so tough, man. I'm a cancer survivor. I had butt cheek cancer. <laughs> they had to cut my butt cheeks off. So if you tell me to sit down, I'll say, I'm what? You know, and <laughs> I love playing these characters, man. Uncle Chet was one of the original ones. What's your just... uh, What's your favorite? Well, last Last question. What's your favorite celebrity? Uh, geez, favorite celebrity. I mean, it all started with Elvis, man. Yeah. It all started with Elvis in middle school. That was like my first like performing that I ever did that I enjoyed, where I performed in the talent show as Elvis Presley. Um, but for him, I mean, nobody can really impersonate Elvis perfectly. So yeah. like for him, I will say, all I can really do is dance as Elvis. Yeah. I don't sound like I'm going to look like him, anything like that. But I love dancing like him. I love being ridiculous. But, I mean, I think Louis Armstrong is fun. That's probably Louis Armstrong is probably the one where I will say I do it actually spot on. What a wonderful world. But his his hurts. I mean, if I do what a wonderful world, like I can do that song one time. And yeah, it yeah. hurts. But <laughs> Randy Newman's fun because he's like a cartoon, uh, and anything you say is him is just ridiculous. Um, it's just an honor to be on this podcast here in your living room. It sure would be nice if Trent and Nick had pants on. <laughs> <laughs> They're fun to do, man. I love it. Oh do. my god. Yeah. This is awesome. Well, Nicholas, you got anything? I don't, man. I, I love this guy. I love Mark Zipka. I love you guys. This was an honor. Thank you so much for being on this week's episode. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mark Zipka. We can check him out at... Uh, we got any social media, website stuff? I'm at Mark Zipka on all of them. And then you can see MarkZipka.com. 
links to all my shows, clips from the special, sketch videos, all that stuff. It's right there on one spot. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you, guys. I'm being grotesque, but you've got to be. You see what I mean? you got to be crazy. It's too late to be sane. Too late. you got to go full tilt, Bozo. Because you're only given a little spark of madness. And if you lose that, you're nothing. Things we'd like to bring to your attention. Fourth of July edition. The last ringing of the Liberty Bell was rang on George Washington's birthday in 1846, and it also received its infamous crack mere hours later. America. Eagles have four times better eyesight than humans. America. Washington almost canceled his plans to cross the Delaware because they were so behind schedule, but he didn't. America. Bald eagles tend to mate for life. They pick one partner and share parenting responsibilities. America. Former American President Teddy Roosevelt vehemently lobbied President Woodrow Wilson to send him into France, leading 200,000 troops into World War I. America. The Eagles came up with the famous riff for Life in the Fast Lane, just messing around in the studio. America. All right, now it's time for This Week In, starring Trent Bruce and wrestling. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. Uh, we got a lot. I'm going to ramble these through. So here in L.A., there was an awesome show. I'm so sad I didn't get to attend it. But shout out uh, to our friends at Bumps and Bruises. They had their uh, another event at Boomtown Brewery which featured, uh, featured my, my boy Douglas James and my gal Heather Monroe, but also uh, WWE hardcore legends Al Snow and hardcore Bob Holly. I uh, wish I could have been there. That was last weekend. And then Bar Wrestling has an event tonight. Uh, I believe Doug and Heather are on that too. I uh, wish I could go to that, but that is sold out. I got to get more on my wrestling game, man. I got to get back on it. Um, as I said last episode, Charlotte Flair. Get ready! Woo! Was on the ESPN body issue. It is, has been uh, released. Are you going to say something? Yeah, let me just say, good work, Charlotte Flair. She is ripped. She is ripped. She looks more like a, um, like a bodybuilder, like sprinter type. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to pause and say that... Those are my, two separate things. One, one of my Those favorite, are two separate things. One, well, yes, but one of my favorite things about all of your wrestling descriptions is when you say something, something type. And more often than not, it's a Rey Mysterio type. And I was hoping so bad you would say... Oh, man! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Rey Mysterio. Charlotte Flair is more of a Rey Mysterio type. Speaking of Rey Mysterio, <laughs> on uh, WWE uh, 2K19 is coming out. AJ Styles is on the cover. But there's also a special edition that you can get... Uh, for all you gamer nerds out there, that you can play as Rey Mysterio. Um, what else? Glow, which I'm a huge fan of. Uh, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Season 2 is coming out um, very soon. Uh, Friday, but I think once this episode's out, it'll be past then. But uh, that is tomorrow. Also, last thing about wrestling. 20 years ago today, 1998, King of the Ring. One of the most famous wrestling moments of all time. Undertaker versus Mankind. 
hell in the cell where uh, mankind put his body on the line multiple times, got thrown off of the top of the cell. And we have uh, JR commentating right there, some of the best wrestling of all time. What does he say? On my life, he's broken. Oh my, oh my God, he's dead. He's dead. Or, uh, as God is my witness, he is broken in half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and now over to Nicholas for this week in basketball. Get me on the court and I'm troubled. Last week messed around and got a triple double. This week in basketball, free agency hype is getting uh, it's getting pretty lit, you guys. Um, Paul George, as recent as today, decided not to opt into his contract at OKC, so it basically means he will not be there next. Uh, year. I guess he could be, but he probably won't. Carmelo Anthony, also at OKC, opted in, which means that OKC is just wasting a whole bunch of money on him because um, he's a shell of his former player. I didn't player. even realize he's still in the league. Yeah, he's he's wasting away fast. Yeah. Um, Kawhi Leonard, once out of San Antonio, we all knew this. Indubitably. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, everyone's pretty convinced he's going to go to Los Angeles. It makes no sense to me that he goes to Los Angeles because he has no choice in the matter. The only way he's not playing for the Spurs next year is if he gets traded. And why would the Spurs trade him to Los Angeles? Oh, he's still his contract still. Yeah, he's still got one more year on that contract. So if I'm the Spurs and if I ha- if he's making me trade him, I'm trading him to the East to the worst team possible. Yeah, he's treated them like dirt. I guess I don't know the specifics. Maybe they've treated him like dirt, but from a business standpoint, that's I'm a sad. bad business move. Oh yeah. Part. It's a really bad business move, sending him to your own com- direct competitor. Yeah. Um, and then we've got LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Uh, the biggest free agent story right now. Will he sign with Cleveland? Will he go to the Lakers? Everyone thinks that's going to happen. We've got Stephen A. Smith throwing out false claims about Kevin Durant and him talking about joining the same team. This yeah. story came out today. This Stephen so A. Smith said, like, my friend has told me this is a bad impression. My yeah. friend has told me that he's texting Kevin Durant saying, "Hey, we should play on the same team." Two hours go by. False story. Stephen A. made it all up, like he does everything. Also, Space Jam Two is apparently a real thing, rather unfortunately. Uh, like LeBron James a whole lot. I love Michael Jordan. Here's the thing, Bron. If you want to be the best, you got to do your own thing, man. Gotta do your own thing. Even in an animated film. Even in an animated film. Do a Disney movie. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Improve upon the greatest movie of all time? You can't. Literally, Michael Jordan's biography told alongside the Looney Tunes. Right. It is the story of how we saved not only humanity, but also our greatest creations of all time in, in, in the Looney Tunes from slavery. Damn. Michael Jordan is amazing, and Bill Murray's amazing. And Larry Bird is not white. Larry's clear. clear. Larry's not white. Larry's clear. (laughs) All right, let's move it on to hip-hop. If you know, you know. What do we got, Trent? Uh, So you're going to love this. This week in hip-hop, Nicholas, your favorite guy... Currently in the game, who's that? In the game, who's my favorite Mr. guy? Mr. Drizzy Drake. Oh man! From the six, he is dropping an album tonight. Uh, I believe it's midnight East Coast time. 
so we'll get it at 9 p.m. our time. It is a double album. Rumors are one side of the album, about 12 tracks, is an R&B album. Uh, the other side of the album, about uh, the same amount, 12, 15 tracks, something like that, is a hip-hop album. Uh, he just posted on Instagram the track listing. Then he posted hours later certain features on the track listing. One is Jay-Z. Another is Michael Jackson. Hmm. I don't know how that's possible. Two things. Uh, Michael Jackson did die. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in that one. Also, I'm a little disappointed that the first side uh, was not about him before he had his illegitimate son that he doesn't care about. And the second side is him after he had the illegitimate son that he doesn't care about. Hey, maybe uh, maybe he'll surprise you. And that's what the album's about. <laughs> the album's actually about how he really cares about his illegitimate <laughs> rewrote all the all the shit after the push of teeth stuff <laughs> i hope so um also uh other news there are rumors that kanye has produced another album seven track album uh with our boy chance the rapper that'd be nice that would be awesome um do you have any hip-hop news nicholas um my biggest thing is i listened to the tiana taylor album mm-hmm. and uh it's good for one thing and one thing only what's that making babies in fact, you don't even have to play the album, guys. If you just look at the album cover, it's great for making babies. She is fine as hell. I would also like to plug the Kanye West Fade music video that she is a part of. Uh, that will make you need to say some prayers. And that's This Week in Hip Hop. And now it's time to talk about things our friends are doing. My friends, uh, Mac and Owen, are some van lifers. They are known as Bound for Nowhere. You can find them on Instagram at bound.for.nowhere. They travel around the country um, working out of their van, living their best life. Hey, can't believe I just said that. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's true. Um, they're actually selling their most recent van, Amelia. Uh, you can go over to their, you can go to their uh, Instagram and look up the deets on that. They're tricking out a truck right now to make that livable. They're always doing some really cool shit, and they also create some really cool stuff because they're artists. Um, so I just want to give them a shout out. Keep going, guys. Love you. I'd also like to plug a few friends. Uh, my friend Seth Allison. He goes by Seth Word. You may have seen him as a giant caterpillar on yes. America's Got Talent. Yes. He was also a walrus two days later on the Gong Show. Check him out. You can look him up on YouTube. Seth Word. Uh, Seth Allison is his name. One of the funniest guys I have ever seen. There's nobody like him. You will not regret it. I also want you guys to check out a channel called Dude Dad on Facebook. You can find him. He's, his name's Taylor Kalmus. He's a young dad who creates all these awesome comedy videos all about being a young dad. And it's hilarious. He gets his family involved. It's awesome. And also, my girlfriend, Austin Boyce, uh, her and her roommate, Kim Connolly, they both created a new... Uh, series together on YouTube called Cult Hunters, where each of them think that the other one is in a cult and come up with different ways to prove it to each other, and <laughs> it's terrific. So I recommend those three people. Awesome. Uh, one friend I would like to shout out this week was um, Lauren Frost. I don't know if I told you guys this. Lauren Frost, uh, when she was a kid, got casted in a tour with Barbara Streisand. And this tour, there would be a moment where Barbara was reminiscing about her childhood, and Lauren plays a young Barbara. <laughs> I did not and know that. And she sings on stage with Barbara, 
Um, the reason I'm shouting this out today, this happened years ago, but the reason I'm shouting out this today is that Barbra Streisand's specials, multiple specials, are now available to watch on Netflix. And you can see our good friend Lauren Frost no singing way. with old Babs. So uh, check that out on Netflix. <laughs> that's what our friends are doing this week. Now it's time to talk about what we are doing. Trent, what are you doing? What are you doing? No. What, what was, oh, what are those? What are those? Um, <laughs> I got a lot of cool stuff going on. Uh, I am filming the last part of our short film on Monday. So we're doing a lot of pickup shots, a little B-roll, LA montage kind of stuff. So we'll be driving around LA all day, celebrating our great country on Wednesday the 4th. Also, my parents, shout out to my parents, they just got their tickets to come out and visit. They're gonna come out the end of July. Uh, so that's exciting. We're gonna go to Disneyland. Ooh, my mom's never been to Disneyland. She is so giddy. Gonna take I her to downtown Disney? Disney? Oh, for sure. Have you been to Trader Sam's? I've actually never been to Disneyland. Oh, dude, Trader Sam's is in downtown, or no, it's at a Disney hotel. Uh -huh. Stu took me there. And it's uh, a tiki bar. And you order certain drinks and stuff happens around the bar. Tiki awesome. bars are your thing. You were talking about one when you were in San Diego. Tiki bars were Stu's thing, mm -hmm. and he baptized me in the way of the tiki. Ooh. It's awesome, super gimmicky, and the drinks are delicious and potent. Shark bait, hoo ha ha. Shark bait, hoo ha ha. Enough of the shark bait. Shark bait, ooh. What is going on in your week, Bretta? I'm gonna be celebrating the 4th of July the right way by getting shit-faced at about 8 a.m. in the morning <laughs> with the Hermosa Beach Iron Man I talked about earlier. Uh, we've got a bunch of friends coming out for that. Should be a really good time. I've also got a, we're starting prep on um, a short film I'm doing with my good friend Catherine McCafferty that she wrote, and it's fantastic and it's super uh, oh. it's it's super deep. Um, it's so about it's more, addiction and oh, it's more serious. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, which I'm actually really excited about because it's mostly comedies out here. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to get in to dig into that. And also a comedy short that I've got going on with a couple buddies of mine that we're going to start shooting here on the 14th of July. So things are in the works. Uh, excited to be here. And uh, what else do you have going on? Oh my god. You know what? I, get, I forget sometimes, but um, I've got a podcast. Yeah, what is it called? Well, it's called Another Shitty Podcast. How do you look it up? Well, you can't type in shitty because swearing's not allowed on iTunes. But yeah. you do is you type in another S, asterisk, 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 Y, podcast, and it's right there. I host it with this guy. He's really great. His name's Trent Bruce. Oh, that's me. That is you. I host uh, an awesome podcast called Another Shitty Podcast, and it's great. You just type in another S, asterisk, 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 Y, podcast on Apple iTunes Podcast, and you can subscribe, hit those buttons, check us out, guys. This is a really long episode, but it's the 4th of July. This was the, this was the longest episode we've ever done, and on that note, we'll take us out with USA, 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 USA. USA.